Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's 15th of February and I'm now going to run through recent developments in the markets and our thoughts going forward. Well, global equities posted further gains last week and they're now actually comfortably above the highs prior to the mini correction you saw a couple of weeks ago. In local currency terms, in fact, equity markets ended the week um, some 1.5% higher and are now up around 6% year-to-date. There was no specific news to drive markets higher last week. Rather, they continue to benefit from the very supportive monetary and fiscal policy backdrop, the encouraging picture on vaccines, and also the positive earnings season, in the sense that earnings are surprising on the upside, both in the US and Europe. Well, moving on to the economic data last week, um, the main focus, as far as the UK was concerned, was the GDP numbers out for the fourth quarter. They came in higher than expected with activity rising uh, 1.2% in December and gaining some 1% over the fourth quarter as a whole. But there was certainly no cause for celebration. Um, GDP was down 7.8% uh, in the fourth quarter compared with a year earlier. And that's a rather bigger decline than you've seen in most other big economies. And in terms of 2020 overall, the economy ended up shrinking some 9.9%, and that is the biggest contraction since the Great Frost of 1709, so 300 years. The other sort of bad news, as it were, is that the recent bounce in activity in the fourth quarter is almost certainly going to be reversed in the first quarter, the current quarter. But as far as the markets are concerned, their eyes are firmly focused on the prospect of a strong rebound in the UK and indeed other countries starting from the second quarter onwards. And this is very much based on hopes of a rapid vaccine rollout. And, and despite the slow start in the European Union, the bigger picture on vaccines is pretty encouraging. The UK has now met its target of vaccinating 15 million people by mid-February, and the rollout in the US is also now picking up speed. And there's even now talk of some 50% of the population being vaccinated in the UK by April, in the States by May, and in the EU by June. Even if this proves a tad optimistic, which is quite possible, the rollout now looks likely to be sufficient to allow a major relaxation of social distancing measures in the second quarter. The vaccine rollout is definitely going to be the major force driving the rebound in growth in the UK and the EU, but in the US um, it will also be down to a large fiscal stimulus. With the distraction of Trump's impeachment trial now behind us, he was acquitted as expected, no surprise there, with only seven of the 50 Republican senators voting for his conviction. With that now no longer a source of distraction, Congress is going to be able to focus on the forthcoming fiscal package. And this looks likely to total some $1.5 trillion, or 7% of GDP. And don't forget, this uh, follows hard on the heels of a $900 billion package at the start of the year. So we are talking big numbers, and these are already prompting some fears in some quarters that such a large stimulus will end up causing the economy to overheat and a surge in inflation. We certainly believe underlying inflation is going to pick up over the next year or two, but probably to no, to no more than 2 2.5%. And that would be a welcome rather than an unwelcome development. 
All the same, it does look like that inflation worries are going to continue, not least because of the rebound in the oil price we've seen. Oil prices are back up above $60 a barrel from their lows last April of below $20 a barrel. And what this means is you're going to see a temporary spike in inflation in the States um, from around or just under 1.5% at the moment to above 3% over coming months. This should be temporary, but certainly it may just um, serve to spook investors somewhat if they see head in headline inflation moving up to 3%. Well, inflation is not the only source of worry for some, um, with increasing talk of bubbles. While the surge in GameStop may have ended up being only a one-week wonder, but that in Bitcoin is proving rather more enduring. On the back of last week's news that Tesla, Elon Musk, is investing uh, some $1.5 billion in the cryptocurrency, its price has hit $49,000, up from around um, $10,000, which is a kind of level it averaged for most of last year. Well, we are definitely in the bubble camp as far as Bitcoin is concerned. We don't believe the true though is, is same as true though for equity markets more generally. Um, equity valuations we do think still look reasonable, relative to bonds at least, and the sharp gains in price we think are justified by the very supportive backdrop, um, particularly um, with the prospect of a sharp rebound in growth in prospect from the second quarter onwards. Um, definitely inflows in equities, into equities, have picked up sharply recently, but again everything suggests there is still considerable money on the sidelines which is looking for a home. So even if this is a bubble, and we don't believe it is, this suggests it does have room to inflate significantly further. Okay, that's it for this week. Um, I'll be back again next week, and thank you for listening. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.